Thank you very much DLCF for giving me this opportunity to share the word of God. I shall be sharing on a very familiar topic that is humility. Well, the one characteristics of authentic power that most people overlook is humility or humbleness. It is underrated quality that is not touched upon often. And humility is in fact one of the most powerful and important attributes for self-development and growth. By living a humble life, we actually recognize the areas of a life that need improvement. Hence, it is important to understand humility to be able to live a realistic life. And if we lack in humility, we are less likely to recognize the potential for mistakes in our decision making. And well, as Christian, humility is one very important virtue which we must have. But we need to have it in a, you know, in a way that glorifies God. And in the present day society, overconfidence seems to be you know, much more popular than humility. The present day society you know, celebrates entitlement, overconfidence, and idea of focusing on the self. And because of this, people are more and more competitive, obsessed with their appearance, job profile, public image, and so and so forth. Well, as we ponder together on understanding humility from biblical perspective, may God purify our thoughts and place us through the sharing and hearing of His words. Well, the main focus of today's sharing is on biblical understanding on humility. How humbleness or humility brings blessing in our lives and people around us. And how do we know whether we are genuinely humble? And most importantly, how do we know its source or where humility comes from? Well, Webster Dictionary defined humility as freedom from pride or arrogance, that is the quality of being humble. And Cambridge Dictionary defined as not proud or not believing that you are important. Well, let us reflect upon some of the statements given by uh, famous personalities on humility. Well, uh, Zig Ziglar stated that humility will open more doors than arrogance ever will. And Rabindranath Tagore stated, We come nearest to the great when we are great in humility. T.S. Eliot stated that the only wisdom we can hope to acquire is the wisdom of humility. And Mother Teresa stated, If you are humble, nothing will touch you, neither praise nor disgrace, because you know what you are. Well, if we ponder carefully on all the definitions and statements mentioned above, we see common perspective at looking humbleness as great value, 
and absence of arrogance. Let us now try to understand how humbleness is defined in some of the major religions like Islam, Sikhism, you know, Judaism and Hinduism. In Hindu scripture, the Bhagavad Gita, it says, humility is considered as one of the most critical human virtues. And Sikhism, it is humbleness. I mean, Sikhism says that it is humbleness which is considered great and are exalted in God's court. It further says that, you know, true humility leads to surrender to God's will and the ultimate murder of the individual soul into divinity. And Islam defines humility when a person do not see himself as being better or above other people because of social standing, education, citizenship, or even color, you know, color of race, etc. And in Judaism, you know, consider humility as among the greatest of the virtues. Moses, the greatest of men, is described as the humblest man. Well, looking at how different religions you know, de describe uh, humility or define humility, we see that it is universally considered as a great virtue. Let us now try to understand how humbleness or humility has been misunderstood by people. Well, humility should not be confused with low self-esteem, timidity, feelings of inferiority or self-degradation. Unfortunately, uh, humility gets you know, misunderstood as lowness or insignificance. And the reason being that in today's society, self-importance has come a priority. Our world gives it promoting proud, the powerful individuals. In such scenario, you know, when the world gets so much obsessed with self, it becomes challenging to understand the concept of humility. And of course, while being humble requires acknowledging, you know, our own difficulties, shortcomings, and limitations. Yet, it doesn't mean making a show of them. In fact, humility is considered as a necessary ingredient for developing other virtues. It says, the stronger the virtue, the greater, you know, the essence of humility is needed to make the virtue more important and sustainable. And humility is also being studied as a quality, a trait that can you know, enhance leadership effectiveness. And the research suggests that humility is multidimensional and includes self-understanding and awareness, openness and perspective taking. Coming back to biblical perspective on humility or humbleness, well, in Christian tradition, humility is about centering our lives on God and not on ourselves. It means accepting that we are not the center of the universe and that the world doesn't revolve around us. Humility was understood as a you know, valent self-knowledge that makes us more human and more aware of our own limitations without 
pretending to be something we are not. And Bible also says, when we are humble, we become free from pride and arrogance, making us aware who we are in Christ. Well, in James chapter 4, verse 6, Proverbs 3, 34, 1 Peter 5, 6, Luke 14 and 11, God assurance you know, about uh, giving you know, a favor, more grace and lifting up the humble people. Like in James 4:6, it says, God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. And again, Proverbs 3:34, it says, He mocks proud mockers but shows favor to the humble and oppressed. And in Philippians chapter 2, uh, verses uh, 3 to 11, and Philippians uh, chapter 2, verse 8 to uh, again 11, you know, it teaches us you know, not to be selfish, but loving others more than yourself. We should also understand that godly humiliating is being comfortable with who you are in the Lord and therefore putting others first or having you know, genuine desire the advance of others even at our own expenses. It also means we are to set others above our own. We should let others' interests come higher than our own selfish interests as mentioned in Philippians chapter 2 verse 3. And in Proverbs 11 verse 2 and Proverbs uh, 22 verse 2, it teaches us that humility brings wisdom, honor, and life, and pride brings disgrace and disasters. Say Proverbs 11 2, it says, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. And Proverbs chapter 22 verse 4, it says, By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. And in 1 King 22 verse 29 and 2 Chronicles uh, chapter 12 and verse 7, it warned us that if we refuse to humble ourselves, it will lead us to disaster. 2 Chronicles uh, 12 verse 7, it says, When the Lord saw that they humbled themselves, this word of the Lord came to Shemaiah. And since they have humbled themselves, I will not destroy them, but I will soon give them deliverance. My wrath will not be poured out on Jerusalem through Shishak. And in Matthew Chapter 23, verse 12, it says, Jesus taught that, you know, those who wish to be great must be most humble. And Matthew chapter 11, verse 29 says, I am gentle and humble in heart. Now it has become very clear that humility is being free from pride, arrogance, and not thinking less of herself. Humility also is recognizing that you need God's help, realizing and thanking God for your talents and gifts, and giving God credit for our accomplishments. 
we have also understood that godly humility is being you know comfortable with who you are in Christ and seeking to build others up not yourself it is gratefully walking in God's grace love and forgiveness and the bible is also giving us the perfect example of humbleness in Christ Jesus although he was the son of God he was gentle and humble and yet strong so what are the benefits of being humble well from the bible verses we have just gone through it became very clear about the assurance of god for people who are humble and seek him in humbleness you know amongst the benefits of humbleness described in the bible are grateful heart contentment in oneself receiving honor and wisdom eternal life unity grace being exalted rewards in heaven and much more when we understand god and humility we don't need to act like uh, you know uh, we don't we don't need to act like uh, we do not you know have to i mean we do not have to you know put on a false uh, front because the better we know god the less we have to prove and humble people know how to recognize when they are wrong they ask forgiveness look for help and publicly acknowledges their mistakes and humble people are easy to be around because they don't feel they need to impose their opinions or to be right at all the time and humble people are not afraid of criticism because they don't need to be you know they don't need to protect you know a false image of themselves and humble people are grateful they are able to recognize others people's generosity and they are empathetic you know knowing how to be compassionate with other people's shortcomings and humble people are not afraid of criticism because you know as i have said uh, they don't uh, need to protect a false uh, image you know and well like the bible you know gives examples of proud men who nevertheless humble themselves when you know faced uh, with a judgment of god uh, example like king uh, hezekiah struggled with his pride but he humbled himself and turned away from god's punishment from you know uh, judah and jerusalem which is mentioned in second chronicles uh, chapter 22 verse 25 and 26 and the wicked kings like ahab which is mentioned in first king chapter 21 and rehobam that is mentioned in second chronicles chapter 12 verse 1 to 12 and mana say that is also mentioned in second chronicles chapter 33 verse 101 to 3 10 to 13 sorry all wisely you know chose to humble themselves and seek lord's mercy and in each case mercy was granted that is very clearly mentioned in all the bible verses that i have just mentioned in fact when god says to be humble He let us know we must examine our motives and attitudes. But of course, there are times when we need to take strong action while maintaining a humble spirit. Like Jesus was meek of spirit, yet he, you know, chased 
the money changers out of the temple, which is clearly mentioned in Matthew chapter 21, verse 12. Well, humility also acts as a protection against evil. You know, evil can never influence people who are at peace with themselves and have a heart of service. And humility prevents you from going down the slippery slope of self-pride and vainglory. And with a sense of, you know, humility, leaders can go farther and fast. And well, now, you know, the question is, how do I know whether I am genuinely a humble person? We have understood humbleness or humility from different perspectives. Most importantly, as Christian, we have understood humbleness from biblical perspective, which is the main you know, source of our directions for living. We have understood that humility is never about having low esteem, timidity, and feelings of inferiority. We have also understood the benefits of having humility in our lives. Hence, it is now easy for us to you know, assess whether we genuinely possess the quality of humble you know, humility in us by reflecting upon some of the important characteristics of humility or humbleness. Well, we have understood that humility means living in the truth, being realistic of ourselves, accepting that we are not perfect, being at peace with oneself, that is self-acceptance, and being comfortable with who you are in Christ. It is also realizing and thanking God for our talents and gifts and giving God credit for our accomplishments. It is also gratefully walking in God's grace, love, and forgiveness. So when someone says, I am really just a humble person, actually they are not you know, being humble because you know, humility doesn't announce itself. It rather practiced in silence. That is why humble people, you know, often don't stand out. They don't seek a publicity, especially uh, not to promote themselves as humble. And humble people actually want to improve themselves and can do so because they don't lie to themselves or to others because they live in the truth or reality. They are not proud because they recognize their weakness you know, willingly and they are not pessimists because they believe that they can change in response to God's call to holiness and with the help of His grace. And humble people are also not being afraid of seeing and acknowledging their own you know, mistakes because they know that's the process of growing and maturing. And truly humble people rejoice in the good of others' people and in the greatness that surrounds them. They are completely free from inferiority complex, complexes and from the need to compare themselves with others. Humble people are free. They don't have an urgent need for praise, recognition or applause for their, vir their virtues because they know who they are and that they know their worth. And true humility, therefore, is a source of confidence, courage and freedom. And humble people don't go begging for recognition and they don't get discouraged when they don't get it because their happiness 
does not depend on other people's opinion. That's very important. And Mother Teresa stated, If you are humble, nothing will touch you, neither praise nor disgrace, because you know what you are. So now the question is, where is the source? The source of humbleness or humility, where does it come from? Well, from the biblical perspective we have discussed above, it is very clear that unless we are humble, we cannot love God. Because humbleness helps us to recognize our uniqueness and our Creator. Since we cannot find true happiness without loving God, we cannot find true happiness without humility. And we cannot get through our Christian walk of faith without being humble. Without humbleness, you are not able to do God's will. That's very important. And humility is from God. That is, knowing God's personality will help us to become humble. And once again, you cannot put your trust in Christ without humility. Humility is a fruit of the Spirit that is expected to bear by all the true believers in Christ. Hence, the source of humility is recognizing the living God, the Almighty, and welcoming Him into our life. Finally then, how do we receive it? Well, if we have to come to the source, our hearts should be in the right posture. The Word of God says, Come near to God and He will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, your double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and well. Mourning here, you know, your sin is about recognizing the great sacrifice that was made by Christ for us. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. And humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will lift you up. James 4, 8-10 We know that Jesus died for our sins and our human faults. This was done to re-establish our relationship with God. But there is an important step each one of us must still take to access the mercy and grace that His death affords us. And that step is to practice humility. Scripture says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. That is mentioned in James 4, 6. Well, may God add His blessings through the sharing and hearing of His words. Amen. Thank you once again for giving me this opportunity to share the Word of God.